And now, it's time to catch up with the week's events as HCR 104FM presents the omnibus edition of Huntsford. Sorry, we're closed. Hi, Chantel. It's just me and Adam. We're not after a treatment. <laughs> no, my nails are fine. Vicky and I were just hoping to catch you. Well, you've caught me. Is it about Radio Hansford? Uh, no, not this time. Uh, actually, it's a bit personal. Uh, we might have got the wrong end of the stick, but we thought you should know. Oh, I'm intrigued. Go on. Well, you see, I was helping out my friend at her pop-up restaurant in Cambridge. It was on Bridge Street, just before the Round Church. Anyway, I came out of the kitchen into the restaurant and I saw this man. What man? It was Alistair Chantel. He was having dinner with another woman. Are you sure it was Alistair? Yes, I checked. He signed the visitor's book. It was definitely him. Oh, in that case, it must have been a business dinner. Alistair has an extensive network of business associates. Some of them are bound to be women. Chantel, this woman wasn't behaving like a business associate. The two of them looked, well, very intimate. What was she like? About your age, and very glamorous. We're sorry, Chantel. We don't want to hurt you, but we thought you'd prefer to know. You've got it wrong, both of you. Alistair would never be unfaithful. Are you sure about that? Absolutely. We've just booked a Caribbean holiday. He wouldn't do that if he had someone else. I'll speak to him. There has to be an explanation. Good idea. I'd have a word with him, if I were you. Hi, Trevor. Got a minute? Sure, Doreen. It's dead quiet in here, as you can see. Did you get your court papers in the post? Yes, they came through this morning. <laughs> Lisa set a date at last. Well, it's taken them long enough. Have you spoken to our solicitor yet? Well, just a quick call. She said she'd go through everything in more detail nearer the time. Yeah, she said the same to me. I'll be so glad when this is over. Me too. Hang in there, Trev. It'll all be done and dusted soon. I'll be glad when I can get back online. I'm practically invisible at the moment. I need to get my face out there. Oh, I'm back out there already. Is that wise? The trolls may still be lurking. I know, but I'm sick of living in limbo. I just want to get it over with, one way or the other, and get on with my life. Shouldn't you hang on until the verdict's decided? Don't stress, I'm being discreet. I've created an online dating profile under an assumed name. <laughs> non de guerre, as it were. Exactly. All's fair in love and war, as they say. None of the trolls are likely to find me, and if they do, will they want to admit they're using a dating app? Mm, true. My life's been on hold long enough, and I'm never going to meet Mr Wright and the Red Lion. <laughs> too right. I haven't. So you need to get back out there too, Trevor. I will, Doreen. Once this court case is over. Morning, Bob. I just got my final results from college. Oh, you sound happy, Dan. So I guess you passed. Even better, boss. 
You're looking at a straight-A student. Oh, congratulations. I knew you'd do it. OK, I had me doubts at first, but you've really grafted. You deserve it. So what's next then, Chief? Well, be patient. You've still got a lot to learn. So have I come to that. There's going to be plenty of change over the next few years. What? You mean electric vehicles? I reckon there's a big opportunity for us. We could put in charging points and develop expertise in electric vehicle servicing. Oh, that would be a challenge. I learned all I know about electric vehicles from Robbie's Scale X tricks set. Oh, but we both need to learn. New petrol and diesel cars will be history by 2030. Oh, I know. It's anyone's guess what will happen with classic cars. Oh, but owners will still be looking for your expertise. In fact, I can help you expand the car restoration business and break into electric cars as well. Oh, I'm not sure, Dan. We've plenty of loyal customers. We're doing all right. But we could do so much more. There's talk of hydrogen-powered vehicles too. Like they say in college, standing still is not an option. No, oh, I appreciate your enthusiasm, Dan. Oh, let me just think about it. Hi, Chantelle. What can I do for you? Hi, Laura. I wondered if you'd like a spot of lunch with me. I'm just getting a takeout from Carmella's. Nothing fancy. My shout? What a noble and generous gesture, Chantelle. What brought this on? Oh, so cynical for one so young. You're right, though. I have got a favour to ask. I knew it. Far away. I can only say no. You're a qualified beautician, aren't you? I am indeed, but I haven't done any treatments for ages, so I am a bit rusty. Do you fancy brushing up on your skills? It's just that Alistair and I are going on holiday, and I'd like you to look after my ladies while I'm away. It's funny you should ask. I was only saying to Dan the other day that I ought to capitalise on my beautician's training. Well, now's your chance. You've done the training. Now you can make some money from it while I'm away. Mm, sounds tempting, but I'm worried I won't be good enough. Oh, you'll be fine. We can practice together. And you've got plenty of time. We're not going for a while. Mm, I've got to admit the extra cash would really come in handy. I'm sure it will. I'll have to clear it with Raymond and Fiona, of course. But I'm sure I can fit your ladies in as well as my hairdressing clients if I work extra hours. Oh, sounds perfect. Great. Now, are you going to buy us that lunch you promised? I'm starving. Please brew, Dan. Good timing, boss. Or oh, gasping for a brew. Oh, I just got off the phone to Robbie. I was filling him in on the latest Huntsford gossip. Oh, talk about slim pickings. Oh, that's what Robbie thought. I expected he'd be interested in news from home. But his head's full of South America and that girlfriend of his. Oh, I'm not surprised. I mean, it's a whole different ball game over there, isn't it? For a young bloke like Robbie, Sleepy Huntsford must seem quite tame by comparison. Oh, I guess it does. The only thing he was even slightly interested in was Fiona's pregnancy. Oh, I didn't realise you knew about that, boss. Oh, I've got eyes in me head, haven't I? Anyway, Judy was talking about it. I don't get why Robbie would be bothered, unless he's getting broody. Don't even go there. He wasn't that interested. He just asked how she was. I didn't think those two were friends. Are oh, they not? 
Robbie was probably being polite, trying to hide the fact he was bored stiff. I wonder who the father is. Oh, well, Laura thought it might be Raymond. Her boss was not amused, apparently. Talking of bosses, have you thought any more about my ideas for the future of the garage? Oh, still thinking, but one thing's for certain. Robbie's not coming back any time soon. So it's just the two of us, then? Oh, it certainly looks that way. Alistair, you'll be pleased to know I've arranged for Laura to look after my clients while we're away. That's good, isn't it? I'm looking forward to our trip. Just as well I persuaded you to book it, Chantel. I know, but surely you can see why I was worried. I couldn't just leave my ladies in the lurch. Some of them have been with me for years. You're self-employed. It's your business. You can come and go as you please. Oh, it doesn't work like that. I have a duty to my loyal customers. Then you, my dear, will forever be a slave. Let's change the subject. Actually, there's something I've been meaning to discuss with you. What's that? Um, Vicky told Adam, who told me, that she saw you in Cambridge having a rather cosy dinner with a strange woman. Did they now? And I take it they implied this strange woman was someone other than a business associate with whom I was discussing financial matters. I told them it must have been a business dinner, but they said it looked like, well, something else. And you clearly believed them rather than me. Of course not. They obviously got the wrong end of the stick, but I couldn't help feeling a bit insecure and wondering who she was. Well, now you know. I can't believe you would listen to that kind of cheap gossip. How dare you accuse me of cheating on you? I'm sorry, Alistair. I'm really disappointed in you. Oh, it's my fault. I'm just paranoid because Dave cheated on me. I know you'd never be unfaithful. Please forgive me. I will forgive you. In time. But don't you ever, ever accuse me like that again. Season 5, episode 43 was written by Tim Latham and 44, Jean Fairbairn. Chantelle was played by Becky Zarati, Adam Steve Kay, Vicky Elaine Lambdin, Trevor Neil Arthur, Doreen Carolyn Tyser, Bob Roger Ems, Dan Pete Warman, Laura Carol Hooper and Alistair Patrick Ruddy. Post-production engineer Sue Rodwell-Smith. Sounds Wavelength Sound Library and freesound.org. Hunsford's theme tune was composed by Nick Thompson. Produced and directed by Sue Rodwell-Smith, Hunsford was brought to you by Wavelength Productions and recorded in Huntingdon, Cambridgeshire.